You are listening to Free to Flourish Radio, a podcast dedicated to living a seasonal, sustainable, intentional and heart-led life. I'm Gemma Sands and this is episode 58. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode. Of course, I am so happy to be here with you as I am every week. It doesn't feel like five minutes since I was last recording a podcast for you, but here we are again. Um, And today I wanted to share a little bit about the lessons that I have learned from having a guiding word for the first few months of this year. And as many of you will know, if you have listened to my previous episode from January, which I'll link in the show notes, I am not big on New Year's resolutions. And instead, my process for the last maybe seven, eight years has involved choosing a word to guide me, to anchor me into my intentions for the year. And the been some beautiful words. Um, Flourish was my word the year that I started my business. Uh, Last year was unfold and I definitely, there was definitely lots of unfolding going on last year. So it's such a lovely nourishing process to help you anchor into your intentions and just let that word be a reminder throughout the year of what it is that you're trying to create in your life. But for me this year, I actually really struggled with a word and normally I don't choose my words I would say they choose me and they normally appear towards the end of of the year ready for the next year but this time round it just wasn't happening for me and I realized that um choosing a word for a whole 12 months for the whole year ahead a year that I know is going to be a very full year just felt too restrictive and so what I did this year is I thought right I'm going to mix it up mix it up a little bit and I decided to choose a word for each season instead. And so my word for the first season of this year, for the end of, you know, as we move through winter, um, January, February, March, has been ritual. And oh my goodness, she has been the most beautiful guide and teacher in these first few months of this year. So I just really wanted to hop on here and share about some of the lessons that I've been learning and then also share what my new word is for this new season as we move into spring. So one of the biggest lessons from Ritual, and I actually did a podcast episode on this back in February, I think, and I will link that in the show notes. Um, But one of the things that I have really learned about this is that rituals are very different to habits. And habits are something that we can do without thinking. We don't really have to give them our attention. Once they become ingrained and once they become a habit, they're something that we can do subconsciously. Okay. And they might be positive, they might be negative habits, but we don't really think about it. We don't really apply ourselves to it. We just get up and do it. So, you know, waking up on a morning and rolling over to check Instagram. That becomes a habit, okay? We don't think about it, we just do it. Um, And rituals are very different. They have intention behind them. Rituals are very much about bringing your awareness to the activity or the thing that you're doing, that you're applying yourself to. And so what's happened for me over the last few months is I've really been guided and led to question the intention behind all of the things that I was doing and creating. Um, And I've really been led to let go of anything that wasn't aligned with my truth, that I was maybe doing out of a sense of expectation. 
And this is not about shrugging off responsibility. We all have the things in life that we have to get done that, you know, we would maybe rather not have to do. Um, That's just part of day-to-day life. And those are not the things that I'm talking about here. But when I started to look at, you know, how I was spending my time, how I was spending my day, I realized that there were a lot of things that I was doing because I felt that's what I should do. I felt that's what I should do as a coach. I felt that's what I should do as a business owner. I felt that's what I should do um, as an entrepreneur. And so I began to really question my intention behind all of these things and work out what was in alignment with my truth and what wasn't. And it's been a really interesting process. And as I have began to begun to release some of the things that um, haven't been aligned, it's opened up space for other things to grow and to flourish and to expand. And it's been such a beautiful experience. Um, And another part of this whole process, another lesson that's come out of working with Ritual as my guide is around boundaries. It's around protecting my energy and creating a container for the rituals that actually nourish me. And I spoke a little bit about this on Instagram stories earlier this week. Um, And I'm probably going to do a whole podcast episode on it in the future. So I'm not going to go into it in too much detail now. But essentially, I have been reassessing the boundaries that I have in my life to make space and make way for me to focus on the things that really nourish me, the things that really take care of me, the things that really anchor me into what it is that I am here to do and create. So the the biggest thing for this with me really is having boundaries around how I spend my mornings and making sure that I am creating space for my morning practice, my morning ritual of whatever that looks like. And it changes day to day. It could be meditation. It could be journaling. Um, at the moment, there's a big emphasis on movement. That's a very large part of my daily practice. But in order to really dedicate myself to this, which is another key aspect of ritual. It's that dedication, that devotion, that showing up for whatever it is that you are wanting to give your attention to. Um, and the way in which I've I've made that happen for me over the last few months is to really have clear boundaries around my mornings. And so to not be waking up and checking social media straight away, to not be getting caught up in my inbox and then finding that it's 10 a.m. before I get around to devoting any time to my ritual. So I've had very strong and clear boundaries in place. That's been amped up another level this week, but that's what I'm going to talk about in a future episode. Um, But that's been a big lesson for me as well, and it's been a big way in which ritual has guided me over the last few months. Ritual has also very beautifully and very gently nudged me deeper and deeper into addressing that inner dialogue. Um, She's really guided me to become more aware of that through each day. And so whilst I have my morning rituals, I would say that she pops up throughout the day with little reminders to bring my attention and bring my awareness fully to what it is that I am working on in that particular moment Um, and to bring my awareness and my attention to the stories that I'm telling myself in that moment, the things that I am telling myself, that inner dialogue. She has guided me to 
create a ritual to have intention behind the conversations that I'm having with myself. So I sit down with my journal and I examine the stories I'm telling myself. I examine that inner dialogue and make the decision of what is true and aligned for me and what is not. And it's a process I've always done as a coach. It's a process I've always done and encouraged my clients to do. But I feel like it's gone to a much deeper level over the last few months because of that sense of making a ritual out of this and of assessing that inner dialogue and releasing anything that is holding me back, that's standing in my way. And ritual has supported me in connecting much more deeply with myself through this, you know, through not only through examining that inner dialogue, but through having a dedicated practice every day that I show up for and I have boundaries around and my energy is protected around. Um, She's helped me anchor into how I'm feeling throughout the day. And so I think really if we were to bring all of this together and to think about what she has taught me over the last few months it would be very much the importance of intention. It would be very much the importance of having intention behind whatever it is that we are doing in our life, bringing awareness to whatever it is that we're doing, being present in whatever it is that we are doing, having dedication and devotion and consistency to the things that are important, the things that nourish us, the things that move us forward in alignment with our vision. So I'm so grateful and so thankful that she has guided me and supported me and walked on this journey the first few months of the year. Um, And now it's time for a new word. And I wasn't sure at first. I thought maybe I would stay with Ritual. I thought maybe she had more to teach me. But then a new word began to appear and began to float around. And as I anchored into that new word, I realised that this was exactly what I needed um, for spring. And so the new word is courage. Courage. And, you know, instantly when we think of courage, we will think of things like being brave, being bold, um, getting through the fear and just doing it anyway. And that is all part of it. But it goes a lot deeper for me, actually. And it's all part of this this self-leadership piece. As we step into being the leader in our own life, I've been thinking very much about, well, what values do we need to embody? And courage has been coming up time and time again. And I think courage for me is all about having a strength of self so that you can um, act with intention, that you can take a stand, that you can um, stay aligned to your truth, to your vision. And so for me, it's having the strength to act with intention for my vision, for the women that I work with, for the culture that I'm creating within my business and my community. It's about taking a stand for the things that I value, speaking my truth without attachment to how it will be perceived. That's a big one, right? Not holding back because we're worried about what people will think. We're worried about being judged or we're worried that we might trigger somebody because we're not responsible for that. It's about being bold, absolutely. It's about being bold in my actions. It's about allowing myself to get comfortable with feeling uncomfortable. This is something that I've really been experiencing over the last month as well. You know, in order to grow, 
and to expand, we have to get comfortable with feeling uncomfortable. And there's courage that comes with that. Okay, that's a courageous thing to do. It's about going first, showing up, setting an example, an example for my team, leading my team. It's about having the courage to play, to play with my business, to be curious, to explore and try different things and not worry whether they're going to work or not, but worry about whether they're going to allow me to expand and grow in some way. It's about releasing control. Releasing control is an incredibly courageous thing to do in my mind. Um, And it's about releasing control, releasing the need to have to be involved and in control of every aspect of my business. It's releasing that control and understanding that the universe has a part to play in this too. It's releasing that control and letting other people support me so that I don't need to do everything myself. And also courage is really just about anchoring into what is true and my vision, no matter what comes up, no matter what. So I'm really excited to see where courage is going to take me in this next season. A little bit apprehensive as well, because ritual was quite a nurturing, gentle word for me. Courage has a bigness around it. It has momentum behind it for me. It's got a different kind of energy to it. So a little bit anxious about where it's going to lead me. But of course, wherever it goes will be perfect. And I can't wait to come back on here and share with you what my journey with courage has been. I hope that something in this conversation has sparked something for you. If you have a word of your own for the year. I hope that you will anchor back into them and consider what they have been trying to teach you and how they have been guiding you. If you feel disconnected from your word, that's okay. That's okay. You can anchor back in now, or maybe you just need to choose a new word. There's no hard and fast rules around this. And if you haven't chosen a word, maybe it's time to think about it. Maybe choose a word that helps support your intentions for spring. So I'd love to know your thoughts. If you do have a word or you have anything that you want to share about this, please, please, please do comment. I always want this to be a conversation. You can email me. uh, You can comment. You can reach out on social media. All of the links will be in the show notes for this episode. Let's open up the conversation. And let's all have a beautiful spring with whatever words we have to guide us. I'll be back next week, of course, with another episode. And I hope that you have an incredible week. You have been listening to Free to Flourish Radio. For more episodes, don't forget to subscribe through SoundCloud, iTunes or YouTube. And to access full show notes, visit gemmasands.co.uk.